Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Breaking Free. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and tonight is Friday. It is Friday, January 21st in the year 2020. And I'm going to tell you, it is a wonderful day. I'm just going to just start you out with this little clip here. This will make you feel like all very special and important. Stand by. Jen, during his uh, marathon press conference, the president also suggested that the next election could be illegitimate if we don't pass voter protections. You've clarified that he was talking about Trump's attempts to overturn the 2020 results. But as we speak, there are many, many state measures that would curtail the ability to vote and make it harder to vote by mail. There's 160 big lie loyalists who are running for statewide positions that would give them a authority over our elections. Isn't that something? They're already worried about them losing. That's something. But I think we can top that real quickly here with another fantastic little clip, as soon as I find it, from our very good friend, Pisaki. I think she has it all summed up for you right here. Here it goes. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita. There you go. Go to a kickboxing class. Have a margarita. <laughs> that comes right from the presidential office right there. All good for you. Hey, Patriots, before we begin tonight, let me hit, head up a couple thing call-outs here with MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, MyPillow.com. Head on over there and use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S, Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Best sales right now really are on the MyPillow site. Scroll on down to the radio listeners box and you're going to find all sorts of clearing specials. 50% off on all sorts of stuff going on at the end of the year. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash bars or just go to MyPillow.com. Scroll on down to the radio listeners box. Use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S. Use it on the MySpace, the MyPillow site, the my the Frank Speech site or the my store site. I can't even get it right. All right. So get on over there. Remember, they're trying to de- bank, deplatform the banking for my pillow. In fact, they've already told Mike Lindell he has to move all his banking off of Heartland Financial Systems by the end of the month. They've given him seven days, which was ends today, to get the Frank Speech site off. And now they're going after the other two banking platforms. So we want to continue to give him as much support as possible. He's fighting it legally. And I'm trying to get Mike on the show in the next week or two to talk more about it. So, again, MyPillow.com, forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Also, TheFoundersBible.com, TheFoundersBible.com. Use your Bards code B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S, for 20% off on those Bibles. That's an NASB 1995 edition. It's literally an heirloom Bible, beautifully done, composed, the whole thing. And it's designed to give us a great lesson, not only in God's Word, but in the the living language, which our 
founding fathers used in terms of scripture. It's beautiful. So check it out, thefoundersbible.com. 20% off if you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, at checkout in the coupon section. Finally, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com is the branded coffee for Bards Nation. It's a fantastic coffee designed for our time. It gives you that boost of energy you need in the morning, carries that energy across the whole day with one cup, keeps you mentally focused and clear all through the day. It also sets up the foundations to reestablish the strength in your immune system. And it works together with a bunch of other products that are part of a health ecosystem, all available on the same place, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. So head on over, check those out. You have the coffee, you have the gut health triad, which helps heal and seal your gut to remove the problem of leaky gut syndrome, which is where we get so sick, all of us, very frequently anyway. And then we have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. And you have Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market, which will isolate those pathogens in your body, in particular, the COVID, COVID SARS attack of bioweapons that they're throwing at us. And you've got Earth, which is a full body nutrient supplement available in a powdered form, one scoop a day, and it's all your body needs. So check out those. It's a full it's a full complement of products that work together to reestablish our health sovereignty and keep you safe from the biopharmaceutical nightmare that they're trying to get us into. Again, Expedition, XPED, ExpeditionCoffee.com. So, Patriots, I'm going to go through some headlines tonight, kind of set the framework of where I think the bigger picture is on things. We're living in this kind of strange no man's land right now. And that no man's land is, and I'm, I went around today, I was driving around in my county and going around a little bit in a, another part of the county that I've not been in very often. On one hand, it's very refreshing because I was out in an area where you have still the strength of the small farmers. I mean, you, I'm talking like, you know, small lot agriculture, small plot uh, growing of sheep, raising of sheep and cattle. And it's, it's very refreshing to see because that's the backbone to what's going to keep this country solid. It's not the big mega agriculture programs in the, that we see or the corporate agriculture systems that are run and controlled by people like Bill Gates but so that's very alive and well. In fact, in my in my hometown, we have two butchers here, which is unusual, but uh, they're constantly busy, and the butchers source locally for the most part, and that's a great thing. So that's part of that whole county by county vision. But as we go along here, and you still are, we're still driving around, and we're finding the the masked insanity around here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I was thinking of a couple that was driving with each driving around town as they passed me today with their masks up around the bottom part of their eyes in their car. So I mean, when you see that thing and you're driving around, you're literally shaking your head, and it's you're just like, what What are we doing as a nation? And I and we have to kind of get into some headlines to start really realizing just how bad. This is. I mean, we we have. Oh, by the way, China for the just in time for the Olympics. Uh, in case you're heading over there, uh, just not that you are, but just want to give you a heads up. Uh, China's brought back the anal COVID swab testing. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, this is going to be epic. I can't wait. I wish somebody would do a social media video on that. I mean, this is literally insane. They're gonna. What they're doing is they're trying to humiliate the entire world. Is all they're doing. 
and they're enjoying it. They're, I swear these people are laughing their butt off at the whole world that's going to be coming into China, and they're going to say, drop your drawers. Drop your drawers. People are going to be like, what? What? Drop your drawers and be swabbed. Be swabbed and be boarded. <laughs> I swear. And they're going to do it. That's the best part. People are literally going to be like, uh, okay, I'm just here for the Olympics. Doesn't matter. Drop your pants. We're going to fix you right now with an anal swab and make sure you don't have COVID of the butt. I mean, this is literally where we are. And people are so stupid. I don't even know what to say. I mean, they should be an international, there should be an international boycott of this, right? But instead, I, I bet you the planes are going to be full. Be like, oh, I couldn't miss anything for my athlete. How about if you're anally swapped? I don't care. I got to sit in those seats in the, in the Olympics to see that guy do the curling. Uh, they don't do that. Is this Winter Olympics? I don't even know. I have not paid any attention to this. I hate the Olympics, just so I say it. I can't stand it. Totally ridiculous, and, and, and especially now, it's totally ridiculous. So just in case you were planning on going to China, just make sure you're wearing boxers and, and a and a quick belt release on your pants or something, whatever that looks like. That's that's coming in a special place for you at the entry points in China. But that's this is the sort of stuff that we have right now in our headlines, and, and it's just stunning to me. Nobody even says anything. They're just like, oh, that's funny. And it is funny, but, I mean, the people are like, okay. Are you going to stop not going to China? I'm going to China. Nothing happens. There's no protest. Now, here's a great little clip. This is about two minutes and 49 seconds. And this is from Canada today. And I, I, I love this guy. He's right in the middle of what looks like a big food court. And he's talking. So uh, check this one out. I think he's a Bard's Nation listener. <clears throat> he's been proclaiming Christ in public. This is pretty awesome. That dude didn't waste any time. And it's, it's, this is the sort of thing we need to see a lot more of, quite frankly. I don't care how uncomfortable or uncomfortable people are. But the fact of the matter is that in this system that's happening, and you know we've been talking about it here a lot, is the simple fact that they're not stopping. Okay, this isn't stopping. And what's really it does it does hit my heart very heavily because when you're going around in like I was today and it's just a small town just north of where I live these people are going about their lives unaware of the beast literally that is rolling in around them they're unaware of Elon Musk's thousands of satellites that are now developing a prison planet above us right they're unaware of the magnitude of 5G and the vax, a lot of them are anyway. They're just walking around, just thinking life is normal. Life is not normal anymore. 
we have lost that way, and our old way is dead. And that's something to keep in mind. They're forcing us into a channel to try to accept their way going forward, thinking that we aren't smart enough to figure it out and thinking that we'll be compliant enough to obey. So far, they're doing, we're doing pretty well as humanity by obeying the tyranny and just marching forward. At the same time, we've got violence increasing across the nation. Two New York police officers were shot dead in Harlem. One of them was a rookie. And then on the flip side of that, you have the same police body arresting a 10-year-old girl because she, in New York because she doesn't have her COVID pass. So the insanity is just continuing. I mean, I, I'm, my heart goes out to the police officers that are shot, but then on the same hand, I'm going to go like, okay, dummy, as a police force, you're arresting a, a child for not having a COVID pass. Where, where's the sanity? Where is the line of sanity? And this is sort of the thing that we're doing right now is this – continual swing back and forth between people and they just cannot get the two sides together. CDC is now telling everybody that we need to absolutely get our booster or we're going to die or something. They're actually what they're doing is changing their language and check this out. And what we really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be, based on when they got their last vaccine. So importantly, right now, we're pivoting our language. We really want to make sure people are up to date. That means if you recently got your second dose, you're not eligible for a booster, you're up to date. If you are eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it, you're not up to date and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date. I have no idea what up to date means and I don't care, but I do want to know what pivot the language is. I, that is, I've never even heard of that. We're going to pivot the language. It's like, okay, are you going to start telling lies or truth now? I mean, think about what these people say, right? We go down the way and we're like, okay, we're going to pivot the language. Huh? Huh? Are, are you going to turn around and face me now when you talk instead of having me listen to you from the backside? What's going to happen? We really don't know. Because they don't care. They're just making crap up the whole time. And people are just buying it. They're just going through. It's like, well, that sounds official. Uh, any news from the, any news tonight, honey, on the news? Uh, yes, dear. Um, they're going to pivot the language. Wow, that sounds important. What are they going to do with that? Are we going to change? We're gonna, I guess we're going to have to get a new booster. I mean, this is literally it. Now, here's the psychology of what's going on right now. Keep this in mind. Right now, they're telling you that no more, no more mandates. We're going to rescind some of the VAX requirements. The Supreme Court has ruled that you can't have mandates. But here's the consequence of that. And this is why they don't care, because I've told you it's an extreme right. It's an extreme push versus another push. There's two paths of, of elites. There's the Illuminati crazies and there's the American Mason crazies. And so they play off of each other. And though they may not publicly get along when they get to the Masonic Lodge, they're all bumping shoulders and, and doing high fives. I'm telling you that right now. So you've got this going on right now. You've got, we are going to mandate everything. And people go, no, no, they're coming for me. The FEMA camps are there. It's going to happen. And people start polishing brass and locking and loading. And then you go to the other side. And then, and then you hear this, well, we won't mandate. It's your choice. Oh, all right. Well, you know what? I wasn't going to get the vax, but now since they're not mandating it, it's not that big a deal. I'll get it. That's the psychology. That's it right there. 
Because when you push people hard one way and then you let off the pressure, they're going to naturally migrate back and go, you know, now that you're done making me do it, I'll go ahead and do it because that's how people are. And so trust me, they're racking them up right now. They are racking up the the injections and we're seeing more people turn into potential zombies and, and away we go. We have to start waking up as a public and I don't, in the midst of all of this, we've got a complete meltdown of the stock markets right now, if you didn't notice. There's all sorts of things starting to slide. Bitcoin is going down, and that's been predicted. But I love those guys. They're built, Bitcoin's like, no, that's not it, really. Bitcoin's going to go up to hit $100,000. It's going to do great. Well, it didn't. Apparently, today, it's down to like 39000 or something like that. It fell quite a bit. So why is that happening? Well, because this is all part of the big shift and big setup. Now, you know, people are... In, I love this part about Bitcoin. You know that people still don't even know who invented Bitcoin? They have no idea. Like, I don't know. Some Chinese, some Japanese guy, I think. They don't even know for sure who invented it. And yet, you all you hear about is how secure it is and how perfect it is and how great it is. Come on. We got, we got to start being smart as a people if we're going to survive. Being stupid is going to deserve us where we end up, which is going to be a Darwinian end of destruction of the stupid species. Literally. So there is a lot of problems with the way we don't think in this world. And God created us. <laughs> he did. I cannot imagine that moment. He's like, yeah, I, I did create you all. And I gave you a brain and you've decided to use it for a butt pillow. Uh, nice going. All that work, and here we are, masked up and ready to go. I'm telling you, (laughs) I can't even make it up. I don't think God can either, but I do think God probably enjoys watching us go a little crazy because you can't make this entertainment up. Elon Musk's brain implant company is inching toward human trials. That's right. You think that that's uh, Starlink isn't going to become Skynet. You're wrong. I'm telling you right now, and this is how I this is how I see it playing out. Okay, first of all, everybody that got chipped, good news for you. You're now integrated into the now Department of Defense Space Command system for tracking everybody on the planet. You keep that in mind. I love that one. Like, oh, Space Command, what is it? We're going to go seek the stars. No, we're not. We're going to put up surveillance satellites over the United States, five of them, in fact, and we're going to track everybody's movements and behaviors. Space Command, it's more important than you possibly know. I think you said that. Space Command, it's more important than you possibly know. I know it's more important than you possibly know because they wanted to track everybody. When you make a prison planet, you don't want people to know the truth. And that's what's been happening right before us. This is the part we just have to like choke down the big red pill, which really sucks, this one. And it's bitter and it's big. And you're like, oh, you mean we just spent the last four years fighting for freedom and we got turned into a prison planet? It's like, uh, yes. Um, it's kind of worse than that, actually. We put down the 5G kill towers in, in the cities all over the place so we could p- continue to perpetuate the COVID lie. And we're going to continue to eradicate you. In the meantime, we've um, injected you with a tracking device. And on top of that, uh, many of you have had the new sample of transitional drugs that will turn you into a transhuman, which you've accepted willfully because you believed in the lie that we gave you about COVID. And while you're paying attention to that and worrying about wearing face diapers, and hoarding toilet paper, we've been launching satellites into the space to create a national grid that will keep make sure that we understand what everybody's doing at the same time 
and we can integrate your brains into the AI and we will know exactly what you're thinking and affect your dreams and implant memories. That's no problem. Welcome to the fourth industrial revolution. And by the way, if you want the upgraded version of this, you can pay an extra amount and we can have Neuralink put into your uh, brain implant in you. No, I'm sorry. Insurance doesn't cover that yet unless you have the gold plan. And if you have the gold plan, we're glad to pay for that and get you. And the deductible's not bad. It's only $2,500 and you're going to get that. And matter of fact, we have a special going on right now. You see, this is the whole craziness. And no one's taken saying, just stop. Stop. We don't need to keep racing down the, the, the crazy train. I mean, that's, that's literally what we have done. And we have so willfully done it that we are, we're down in a place right now that we are, may not get out of very easily. And I hope we do, but I don't know. Check this out. Yeah, a little Aussie crazy train for you. That's about where we are right now. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right, so you see how this is? We, have, we are literally in a moment of time in the cusp of human existence. I just need to put this out there, that we're on the cusp of being extinct. And everyone's running around here worrying about a face diaper and still trying to think of whether they want to get vaxxed to join the club. Now, what does that leave? That leaves a few. Fortunately, most of it are Bard's Nation, I believe. I, I bet that's going to be the only thing left. That are out here trying to just looking at this with shaking your head going, what's going on? And how do we stop it? And the, and the way that we end up stopping it is we have to start taking action in our homes and in our local communities. And it's that simple. We're going to have to start getting innovative. We're going to have to start getting demanding that we push ourselves and push others to not be part of this beast system. And this system is literally becoming the beast system. The two paths, the crazy Illuminati's and what I call the American Masons, they're all pushing everybody in one common direction. That's everybody they want to be transitioned into transhumans. Remember, 5G is not intended to be a human system. 5G is designed for computers and robotics. I should tell you something right there. It's not intended for humans. And they don't care about humans. They don't want you around as humans. They want you compliant, obedient, doing your thing as they want you to do, right? So... Let's talk about the ground truth on how we start moving forward. Cottage industries are going to be the backbone to success and where we're going. That means small mom pops. That means the traditional way in which our colonialists beat the big corporate entities of the time, which were the Virginia Trading Company and the Hudson Bay Company and the India Trading Company. We have to start getting smart about what we're doing and loyal to one another and not loyal to the corporate system. Convenience has been our number one killer to this point in time. Every time they throw out something that's going to tell you their life's going to get easier, faster, simpler, internet's going to go, it's going to be an amazing blazing speed of internet. They're, you're selling yourself down that pipeline of hell. And it is the crazy train. There is no stopping this. And yet these people out here don't care because they want to get you hooked into this as fast as possible. We are at a point right now when many can't even survive without looking at their phone. I love when I go driving around. If I take my phone, I throw it in a Faraday bag and throw it across the street. I don't want to hear it. It's across the seat. I don't want to hear it. 
We have to have a place, start making time for ourselves away from the digital insanity. We have to shut that phone off a good portion of our day. If you're an Apple user, they're going to tell you each day how, and each week they're going to report to you exactly how much FaceTime you've had on the phone, how much activity there's been. It's going to give you a nice little report each day. I saw something today that came up and the guy was showing how to, to shut 5G off on your phone. People, it doesn't matter. You've got a phone in your hand. It doesn't matter whether it's 4G, 5G, they're going to track you. I don't know what that idea was. Like, what, is that suddenly going to make my phone safe? This is how you shut off 5G. Now you can put it by your head and go to sleep at night. No. It's still a radiating beast that goes and gets near you. It still is a control mechanism that's all in your hands. It's still intended to give you, to mesmerize you and draw you in. There has to be a point in time when we step away from the phone. We have to get back to basics. So if you're an avid phone user, let me just throw this out. Change your color on your screen to monochrome, by the way, which you can do. Stop letting the colors distract you. You will discover something if you do this. Run this test on yourself, by the way. Run this test. Go turn your phone. You can go into your settings and you can change your phone to black and white. Do it. And watch how boring and clumsy the phone becomes. I'm very serious. Try doing it for 24 hours at least and discover how much the phone actually hooks into you and you will be amazed. Because when you do this, you're going to be like, I don't like this as much. You're right and you shouldn't. Because all those colors and all those pop-up menus, and that's another thing, shut off all your pop-up menus. All those pop-up menus, all those colors are designed to attract you and addict you to the phone. So we've got to break away from the addiction of the phone, and we have to start looking at the alternatives. The problem is we've allowed them to build the backbone and infrastructure of this nation based on a digital system. They're trying to move at a high speed to pushing everybody into a completely digital world. Now, I mentioned this the other night, and I'm really not kidding, and I've come full circle on this because I was not a big promoter and have not been a big promoter of ham radio. Not that I don't like it, but because I was not really a big, I've not done much of it, and I, I don't see, the ham community does a lot more of the testing than they do a lot of the big communicating. But we need to start coming up with ways of looking at the systems of what we're going to do and getting smart. Ham radio is an older system, and as long as you're staying out of the new digital frequencies, it's something you should all, I encourage everybody to get licensed. Don't try to circumvent the system and say, do the thing like you hear a bunch of survivalists doing right now. Oh, go get yourself a Bofang radio, and don't worry about that uh, getting licensed thing, because when the world starts burning down, everybody's going to be talking on the radio. Yeah, but the world isn't burning down yet, and the tyrants are still around, and when these tyrants are getting exposed by all the truths, trust me when I tell you, that they become a very vicious animal. So keep that in mind. I do encourage everybody to get ham radio. And here's a basics of why. Right now, the cell phone system is set up as our primary ways of communication. Internet is the second. And while there's a great efforts going on with Gab and, and with Mike Adams in setting up alternative places to go, and this year I'm going to be investing in our own servers as well to get Finally, I, mean, I talked about it last year, but BardsFest was our primary. We're still moving forward on the development of a Bards Nation homepage on our own servers. And a Bards Nation, I mean, platform for podcasting on our own servers. All that's happening. But the vulnerability of all these systems is that we're reliant. We are reliant on the backbone, meaning the, the way that the system uses or the way the de de details and data move 
is it it's on the infrastructure that they, meaning the elite and the cabal, have built and control. So until we run our own lines, and I don't see myself dragging a telephone line or a, or a fiber optic line between here and Texas, we're going to still be vulnerable to what they do. And digital, in the end, is not the answer. There has to be an evolution beyond that. But we're not there yet. And that's the inspiration that we just have to start having and people need to start thinking about. There's plenty of big brains out here in the patriot movement that are fed up with the movement. Let's start putting our heads together and innovating solutions going ahead. The transition from where we are to where we need to be is going to be rough. It's we're going to have to do without some things. We're going to have to get really smart and innovative. But that's the beauty of when we do this, because the wisdom that God gives us is the innovation that starts to happen. And as we do this, we start to look at things very differently. When you do a little study on the old technologies, especially technologies that have somehow magically disappeared, you're going to see a lot more gears and mechanics and pulleys and things. And, there's a, and that's a good thing because that's mean, meaning things that we can build, we can maintain. If you look at a digital appliance right now, you can't maintain it. At least most people can't. And it's all buried in these chips and digits and so forth. We have to get back to where we can put our hands into things and learning how to take care of them and maintain them, improve them ourselves. If you are one that always has someone do the work on your car, start doing work on your car yourself whenever you can. Get a car owner's manual, a car maintenance manual, like a Chilton's manual for your vehicle. Have one on hand. Read about it. Get to know what's going on. We're getting to a place here in the near future that it's one way or the other. We're going to have to become much more self-reliant. And the only way out of this system is if we take that, that courageous step and saying, I can, I will, and we will start doing for ourselves. But if you think about the modern cars, which if I got there, just a nightmare. You drive into a, a place to get your car tuned up. They don't do anything. They plug it into a computer. The computer does the diagnostics. The computer says it needs a new spark plug. A guy says, we need to give you a new spark plug. It needs two. We need to give you two new spark plugs. That's how this works. It didn't used to be that way. If you know how cars used to be, you'd actually pull the spark plugs out, look at them, check the gap, make sure they're cleaned, check all the spark, and then put them back in. Then you, then you would backwards test. You'd see if the spark plug worked. If there was no spark, you'd look at the, you'd go to the cable and you go on back and follow it back. Okay. So we've got to get back to this common sense thing. And what, what I'm really reminded about today as I'm driving across this small town is a lot of that small town is still working in the older way. In these small towns, even in my town, I'm not as worried about food shortages because I know that there's two butchers and I know that they source their beef locally and I know there's plenty of growers around here. We still have growers in our valley out here that are growing most, much of the fruit that you need. And they are growers that are growing through the winter fresh vegetables farm to table. We all have to take that responsibility in our lives. It's not a point anymore where we can be dependent on grocery stores, nor should we be, or dependent on the convenience of Walmart. How many people sew? If you, haven't, if you don't have a sewing machine, get one. Start learning how. Learn how to fix your clothing and how to and make your own clothing. It's important. It, we have to get past the off-the-shelf convenience. We're going back to old ways. And as we do, each of these steps that people make offers an opportunity not only for a cottage-level business to start making a living off of, but you're separating yourself from the dependence on the main architecture of the corporate-owned system. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, but it's a step-by-step -step process. 
But when you hear this disconnect of all these people that we started with at the beginning of the show, how they see the world, this is the answer for everything apparently is to get it, go to kickboxing class and have a margarita. That's who's leading you. That's the insanity that's leading this country and this world. We have to get libraries of information, not digital libraries, books. I now have two full bookshelves completely, two bookcases, I should say, completely of crafts and homesteading stuff that I've put together over the last few months. Books, not, not digital printouts, books. Everybody needs to be doing this. We need to, you need to make sure you've got a basic a set of equipment like hammers, saws, not electric, hand saws, hand planes, basic stuff that you can do repairs and make stuff around your house. All of this stuff we have to start taking, reclaiming control over. And here's what's going to happen. Initially, it's going to be overwhelming. You're going to be like, man, I can't keep track of my car, and I keep, can't keep track of this, and I've got this thing, and I've got this gadget over here. Yeah, but what's that do? As we start to focus on what's important, those other things that we have, we start to decide, well, okay, maybe I don't need it, maybe I won't need it right now, or maybe I just need to get rid of it. And as we start to take more accountability and responsibility in our life, we end up down at pillar number seven of county by county, which is conservation and stewardship. We start to be reminded about what we truly need and what we truly don't need and all the excess that we've accumulated over time. And every one of us has it. When you're communicating, start getting back in the habit of writing a letter. Forget email once in a while. Take time to sit down and write a letter. Get Thank you notes, get letter notes in hand, have stamps on hand, handwrite the envelope. It's an amazing process. Here's the other thing you start to discover. Most of the pens that you get these days suck. So get back to something with ink and quill. Try it. I have. It's amazing. You also, we start to, we start to rediscover the fundamentals of who we are. By the way, that whole process of writing is more than just writing. It's a, it's a process of the way we function, of learning and absorbing everything that's there. We become more intentful with our words. Why is that important? Because the Bible tells us words are life and death. We start to think through what we say. We start to structure our sentences the way we need to. These are all things they've been taking away from us quietly. When you're pounding on the keyboards on an on a email and you make 50 mistakes because the, these keyboards now don't even have finger indents and drives me nuts because I grew up and learned how to type on an IBM Selectric, this nonsense now, we just type away, we hit backspace, clear it up, wipe out, cut, paste. We're not even really functioning in what we're thinking or doing. If you like to type, get a typewriter. There are places all over the country right now that are re restoring old typewriters. And it's, they're wonderful. They've got manuals. They've got electrics. But you can start typing letters. Take time to compose your words and send letters, meaningful letters that are hand-signed to people, whether you write it or type it. If you're really in inspired, look into something called a, a tabletop letterpress. This is really amazing. Up until the 1950s, they sold these in the United States all over. They were actually invented in the late 1800s called tabletop letter presses. They didn't have printers like we have. They didn't have computers, but they had the traditional 
letter presses. People would make their own business cards. They'd make their own stationary cards at home. They would literally print their own letters for families so they could print multiple copies of it. And it was all done by setting type and inking it and pressing it out. It's still available. They're harder to find now than ever before, but they're there. All of these ideas of going back to go forward, only what it means is we live a life of more and greater intent. When I drive by a small farm that has sheep outside that are well taken care of, a farm and a yard that's very cured, maintained, what I see is somebody that's taking a lot of time getting the fundamentals and the basics down. Today I went into a horse stall, a horse barn area for a, a, a ranch that I was over visiting, and it was beautiful. There were three horses, beautifully maintained, a small facility, but all the time and care that went into that, it was fundamentals. We don't even ride horses anymore, except if you're paperback patriot Armad, who loves horses. But we don't ride horses anymore. And the thing is that we need to get back to the simpler way. I'm not saying we have to become Amish, though they have a good idea in life. I'll tell you that right now. They get it. But if we aren't going to take the effort for all of us to move back a bit, to slow down, we are all going off this crazy train. And that's not a joke. Here's, a, here's something I want you to think about. Christ died for all of us on the cross. He didn't die for each one of us to be selfish about our salvation. Yes, we each get saved. But if we are not being saved with the intent of, of helping all of humanity, we miss the whole point. Right now, we have to start working together, powerfully coming together. Okay, so you're in a county that's mainly blue. You can't tell me in a county that's mainly blue, you can't find two, three, five people to come together and start visualizing and dreaming about a new way and working together to make it happen. Homeschoolers are a great example. You find homeschoolers scattered around all over the place, and yet they somehow manage to come together and form groups. So when we go to the county-by-county county models, think about each one of these models, each one of these pillars, and decide which one you can grab onto and build in your own, in your own world and take, take that initiative and do it now. There's no time to waste. Setting up a home church, anybody can. It doesn't take a gathering, a congregation of a medical of a mega church, it can be one or two people, it can be your family. Start looking at scripture, praying, doing those things each day in your home. When we talk about homeschooling, I've said this so many times, there are people that, ha- that are homeschooling, there are people that want to homeschool, and there's people that don't have kids. Or maybe they have done it and they have the experience. Help out each other. Get as many of our kids out of these indoctrination camps as possible. Come together. Offer yourself to help other families. Maybe you'll be turned down 10 times, but maybe it's the 11th time somebody will say, yes, thank you. I'd love to have your help. Those are like sales techniques, by the way. You know, when you're doing cold calling for life insurance, which is if you've ever never been called by, or called by a life insurance agent or sold life insurance, you've missed out dramatically in your life. Not kidding. But my point is, the concept in, in, in cold calling is this. They will call 100 people with the knowledge of this. This is the way the statistics always work out. It doesn't matter how many people. They will call 100 people a day. They will know in those 100 people that there will be 8, 90 of them that will say no. There will be 10 of them that will say interested. There will be three of those that want to have a meeting, and one of those they will make a sell on. That attitude is the attitude of saving the nation, saving humanity right now. 
okay, so there's going to be 90 people that say no. Maybe they're all vaxxed. Maybe they just don't want to be bothered, whatever. But we're not caring about all of them. We need that one person each day we're trying to target. And that creates another person and another person and another person. And pretty soon as everybody's working together, this expands. Start looking at how you can help others. I mentioned this initiative that we're working on this year, and we're very serious about it. We've already got three cottage industries stood up this year. Materials are ordered and in place or soon to be in place, and that's going to allow three of those small businesses to start selling things on the forthcoming Bard's store. And that's the idea of how we're going to build the stores. We're going to get people that are local doing talent. We're going to get them set up so they can have what they need to sell to the Bard store and build a business outwards. That's how we grow a forest. But each of the seeds that we plant is absolutely necessary. This is how we change this world. We are not going to change this world by coming up with a new set of servers that somehow I'm going to give you another social media place to go hang out and, and rant and, and rage about the stupid stupidity of D.C. D.C. is D.C. It's a corrupt toilet bowl, and it's a nasty one. And our state governments are messed up. But our counties we have effects in. Our cities we have effects in. And maybe it's just our local community. Maybe it's just your neighbor. But who cares? We've got to start somewhere, right? And as we take the time and the initiative to build each one of those, we start moving. So pillar number three, what is it? Pillar number three is Patriot Gardens. There's not a person out there that can't do a garden. I've said this so many times. Every single person needs to be growing something whether your garden is big in your backyard or whether your garden is uh, hydroponics in, in your garage or your basement, or maybe it's just something growing microgreens under grow lights. Maybe it's growing sprouts on your counter because you're living in an apartment. It doesn't matter. You can be growing some of the nutrition that you need, and everybody needs to do that because the basis of that is individually we each pare down what our dependency is on the corporate model, and collectively we start to raise up as we have things to share and exchange with one another to build each other up. Our goal is not to create this sort of hierarchical system where one person's growing it all and accumulating it for ourselves. We are going to get through this by literally working together as God intended us to in fellowship. We have to think different. We hear about Mike Lindell getting booted off the banks. I've talked to already heard of people now trying to start banks. I mentioned it last night, Hawala, check it out. I'm serious. Okay. So the FBI doesn't like it. <laughs> that tells me a lot. Apparently it's good because if they don't like it, that's like Mikey. Mikey doesn't like it. Let's eat it. That sort of thing, right? This is an amazing concept. And as we start to come together and we start to be able to find new ways to move money that aren't based on digital, we find different ways to communicate. Maybe it's not as convenient as a cell phone. Maybe we go to something more clumsy by today's standard as a ham radio to stay in touch. And we have this other great thing called mail. Almost forgot about that one. Maybe, maybe we have to, over time, create our own network of people to distribute letters. I don't know. But if we're getting in the mindset of things and we're innovating, all of this is going to be achievable. And we're going to be able to not exist, not function willfully in their system. But otherwise, we're a victim. And I refuse to be a victim. And I refuse to be powerless when I know that we have all the power. 
but we have to relearn that power. We truly have to relearn what God gave us and what God intended for us. These words are not said lightly in Scripture. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Those are red letter words spoken by, spoken by Jesus Christ. That's Luke 10, 19. Those aren't lightly said. It, the difference that between those words and where we are is we have to live into it. We have to work for that. We have to strive for that and we have to trust in Christ and all this walk. But part of that is us detaching from all of these hooks and anchors that are put around us. Not just the physical things, but the emotional things. They create traumas so that we always relive them. They, we, they create these instances so we start to look at our badge of honor of like, boy, I've been through such a difficult life. That's how I've gotten here. Okay, great. I want to know what your relationship is with Christ. I want to know your intimate relationship with Christ, if it's a living, breathing, talking relationship with Christ. And I want to see how you live that in life. I don't want to just hear it. I want to see you live it as you would want to see me live it. And as we put all this together, we gain the amazing strength to be able to step away from the system fearlessly. Like I said, it's not an easy change. It's not an easy pivot that we're doing right now. It's requiring that each of us commit to it in every single thing we do. Every day, it's a conscious effort, reaching to God, asking for guidance, walking in a path to separate ourselves from them. And then we start to arrive ultimately at this most amazing place of John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. What a beautiful statement. And what a glorious walk that is. So patriots, be inspired. This nonsense that's around us right now is nonsense. There's so much of it. There is a constant push to try to keep the eyes on the chaos of D.C., the eyes on the the dysfunctionalism of, of Congress, the eyes on the stupidity of the elections. And it is all stupidity. If there's one thing we all should have learned by now in the last 18 months, Actually, two things. One, you can't trust your government. And if you're still trusting your government, please go see a psychiatrist as soon as possible. And two, we've learned something else. We've learned that we don't need them. We've learned that we are really good people. We've learned that we are really strong. That when we're put under pressure, we don't crack. We don't pick up our guns and go starting a revolution we turn to God, and in that we've built amazing fellowship. And in that process, we've demonstrated to the world that the country that was the most armed, the country that was said to be the most violent, we didn't do what they said. We turned to our, turned to our Savior. We said, guide us. And in the process, we learned a whole bunch of things about who we really are. We're an amazing people. Now it's time for us to buckle down, to remember what our founding roots were about, the challenges that our founding fathers and the colonialists had to go through. It wasn't easy for them either. Innovate, trust in each other, create, be limitless in what you do, and the sky and the limit of everything in our world changes because God didn't tell us to be limited. He told us to dream, so dream big.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. And we thank you for the blessings that you give us with all that you're blessed with us and our gifts and talents that sit within us. Lord, we pray right now just for a limitless vision of the world, an ability not to be restrained by the narratives of depression, the narratives of anger, the narratives of anxiety, the narratives of I can't, but instead, Lord, to hear only what we can do, to strive for greatness, to let go of the options put before us as if only one, two, zero, one are our options. We don't need a binary world, Lord. We need an infinite world of possibilities beyond anything we've currently imagined. And we know that in our trust in you, you can guide us there. So, Lord, as we embrace you, as we humble ourselves before you, we just ask that you'll guide us in this amazing walk to see things greater than we ever thought possible, to remind us of the power of gift of innovation and creation that sits within our hands, and to give us that strength to embrace truly that greater works than these we will do. We thank you. We're humbled. We ask these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get at it, patriots. We've got a world to save, county by county, neighborhood by neighborhood, house by house. And there's no stopping us ever. No one, no one can stop what's coming because what's coming is God's army. God at the back and Christ at the front. I pity the fool that stands before that. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. This is a time to pray for the inspiration to step out of the box. Be strong. Be mighty. Be a David. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God will win this, but we have a role to play that is so important. Our role here and now is because God has us here and now. And as we work that role, we awaken to who we are. We awaken to the gifts that he is within us. We are truly an amazing people that hasn't even come close to even understanding our potential. So let's find it. Let's strive for it. Let's reach as high as we can. And let's shake this earth like thunder. And with that, we win with God. I'll be back this evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. 
No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 